This is Scary Terry's Saturday Nightmare from Rock 94.7. Welcome to 13 Questions on Scary Terry's Saturday Nightmare. Tonight's guest is a founding member of one of the most legendary bands in metal. Exploding out of Germany in the early 80s, they recorded album after album of instant classics like Restless and Wild and Balls to the Wall. Their latest album, Stalingrad, is out now. Wolf Hoffman, welcome to Scary Terry's Saturday Nightmare. Hey, Scary Terry. I like that name. Well, <laughs> the only reason we have a Scary Terry Saturday Nightmare is because that big puss metal show was already taken. So it's already disappointing. It's not that terrifying. Understood. Understood. I'm all for it, man. Now, uh, Wolf, uh, Stalingrad is accepts 13th album. You guys are currently on the road with fellow German metal legends creator who also just released their 13th album, Phantom Antichrist. Two bands co-headlining in support of their 13th albums. Um, you guys aren't superstitious at all, are you? Ooh, coincidence? Perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that's their 13th album. What a, what a great coincidence. I didn't even know that. That's awesome. I would just steer clear of black cats and maybe walking under ladders during this thing. It could be yeah, a bad scene. Yeah, dope. Right on. Now, in addition to being Accept's 13th album, it's also your second with the current lineup, with Blood of Nations being so well-received. Was the pressure off a bit on Stalingrad, or was it intensified? Uh, it's about the same, really. I mean, you wanna, you don't want to have a sort of a, a just one shot at it. I mean, we really set the bar pretty high with um, a lot of the nations, so we knew we didn't want to do anything sort of mediocre and and half-ass follow-up album. So we, you know, we knew we wanted it to be as good, maybe even better than Blood of the Nation. So no, the bar was pretty high. Well, you guys have absolutely hit it again. Stalingrad is just badass track after track. And I got to say, as a fan of live metal, there is nothing I love more than a good chanting section in a song. And you guys have a number of those on Stalingrad. How are the crowds doing chant-wise for you? They love it, man. They will, it's become one of our trademarks. And they always, you know, as long as you have the oh, all these sort of sing-along things, people get into it right away. And we've always had that. And it's, you know, we love doing them. So the audience loves it. It, it works well. Uh, with this storied career that you have, I mean, like I said at the beginning of this, you guys have been doing this since the early 80s. Wolf, what would 16-year-old you think if he saw you today? Ah, good questions. I've never been asked that one. Um, you know, as a 16-year-old, I had this big dream of one day touring the world and becoming a, a sort of respected musician that people know and and you know, making albums and the, the whole idea of being a professional musician was that was a big dream for us when, for me, when I was a teenager. And so I guess in a way I've accomplished that. So I think we did all right with the help of the fans. And I think it's been, a, it wasn't an easy road and it still isn't, but you know, at the end of the day, you got, sometimes you got to think back and, 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 and realize, yeah, I guess, we sort of achieved what we set out to do. Now, uh, let's talk about the road for a sec. Your current tour with Creator is the latest journey in your life on the road. Wolf, yeah. what's your favorite story from the road that you can share without attracting the attention of law enforcement? Now, keep in mind, as a foreigner, you may have diplomatic immunity. <laughs> Man, ah, I love that question. But, you know, always I'm put on the spot here, and I can't even think of anything that's like, awesome and, and so wild that I can, you know, uh, 
that I can even remember it. You know, there's so many stories. I mean, I, I usually just think of the great moments on stage that we had in these last couple of three years. I mean, we toured with, we opened up for ACDC, for instance. That was amazing to be in front of 80,000 people on this huge-ass stage with ACDC or a playing Sonosphere Festival. So those things kind of come to mind. You, you always tend to forget about the you know, the sort of mishaps on the road when you get stuck or planes missed and that kind of thing. I'll tell you one story. We uh, we shot a video in, in Los Angeles and um, there was the video for Teutonic Terror and it was uh, some crazy busy weekend. So we ended up missing the flight. And since we had to be back in Nashville, like two days later, we decided there's no other way but to drive all the way back from Nash uh, from Los Angeles to Nashville. Oh dear God! <laughs> I know. So we all piled into a van, rented a van, a minivan, and just drove straight through for two days, man, because we had to meet that deadline. That was some pretty wild, good bonding time there. Oh, prior <laughs> to that, I mean, when was the last time that everybody in Accept had to cram into a van to get to a gig for that length of time? Oh, gosh, 30 years ago or something. But really, honestly, we had no other choice, you know, so we did it. And it was actually kind of fun, you know. <laughs> a little bit of nostalgia there, at least, right? That's right. You're listening to 13 Questions on Scary Terry's Saturday Nightmare. Scary Terry's Saturday Nightmare is a three-hour metal show heard every single Saturday night from 9 until midnight on Rock 94.7 and 102.9 in Central Wisconsin and worldwide online at rock947.com. Our interview with Wolf Hoffman of Accept continues. Well, the thing is, you guys have been doing this for quite a while. You're veterans of the scene, not unlike a, a Judas Priest. A heck, Iron Maiden just played a gig uh, just a little, uh, a couple miles from us. And what is it, do you think, what is it about metal where the fans just embrace acts that have been around for the while? You, you don't see that in other forms of music. What is it about metal that you think uh, it causes the fans to just embrace uh, more established acts? Yeah, I think it's it's the whole excitement, it's the whole vibe of, about it. I mean, it's, it's like there's five guys on stage, they're sweating and they're shaking their heads and they're giving it all they got, and 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 you get it get sort of caught up in the moment. And there's always these audience participation moments where the audience is is, is singing along and getting into it and stuff. It's I think it's a unique experience that you don't find in other genres of music. It's that energy, you know, absolutely. It keeps you coming back. Oh, yeah, man. Now, Wolf, uh, your wife actually contributed quite a bit of lyrical work to Accept over the years. Does she still offer some creative services to the band? Oh, well, she's still busy behind the scenes, definitely. She's the manager. She's doing a lot of things that that keep this band going, Uh, most things, actually. (laughs) Uh, She's sort of retired from the uh, writing lyric side of things because now we have Mark Tornillo and, and, you know, He's a great lyricist himself, so we we uh, wanted him to be in charge of that and, and give him a chance to express his thoughts, which is, you know, when you're a lead singer, that's the best way to do it, I think. You don't want to, you know, we, we felt it was the right thing to do, to have him write the lyrics. So she's, but she's still doing a lot of other things, yeah. Now, when I say accept, more than a few Rock 94.7 and Scary Terry Saturday Nightmare listeners are going to say, oh yeah, balls to the wall. Now, is that song a blessing or a curse at this point? Always a blessing, man. It's a blessing. And then it's the best-known song we have, but that doesn't mean it's the only well-known song we have. You know, we wrote Fast as a Shark, which was probably the first speed metal song 
in, in history and we've wrote, you know, there's so many other songs that, that hardcore except fans know or like, you know, even sort of the general population knows, but Balls to the Wall has definitely been the big one, yeah. Uh, it's a, it's the gateway drug to the rest of Accept, uh, in a way. Exactly. Know? It opened up the American market for us back in the 80s with, you know, MTV and all that. I remember uh, I read an interview with uh, Lemmy of Motorhead a while back, and uh, the guy asked him, hey, do you ever get tired of playing Ace of Spades? And Lemmy said, you know, if I went and saw Chuck Berry and he didn't play Johnny B. Good, I'd be pissed off. So that's why I always play Ace of Spades. Yeah, and, and it's funny enough, you always think it's, it's tedious or you've played it so many times. People always assume that but it's not the case man it's a lot of fun to play these songs just because people get into it they recognize it right away and there's this immediate reaction and what more can you ask for at the end of the day it's not about pleasing yourself on stage or just playing the songs that you want to hear i mean my gosh it's about the audience mostly that's a great attitude to have man absolutely now uh, wolf in addition to your work as a musician you're also a professional photographer now i checked out your online portfolio how much fun was the shoot at Tootsie's? Ha! Tootsie's? How do you know about Tootsie's? I'm impressed. I'm impressed. I told you, I do my homework, man. It looked like a fun shoot. It was. It was awesome. It's totally awesome. Tootsie's is this old-style honky-tonk here in Nashville that's been around forever, and it's this legendary place, and we did a whole story about it, and it turned into a beautiful printed piece that that really even won some awards and things so it was a fun story to do yeah uh, it, the the picks turned out great and it, i mean it really brought you into the joint now uh, you mentioned nashville you're actually based in nashville tennessee uh when does yeah, it how crazy is that huh uh, <laughs> now my question is when does accepts long-awaited country album come out never brother never <laughs> it won't happen Be, being a musician with your resume though do you ever have uh, people call you in to do session work not really, honestly, and I have no desire to do so because you have to understand Nashville is full of amazing players and they do what they do really, really well. And I have the highest respect for them. And I'm not one of those people who says, oh, it's ha ha, it's, you know, country and Western and ha ha ha. There's a lot of people who sort of look down uh, on, on country music. I don't. I respect it for what it is. And uh, I think it's incredibly difficult stuff that they do and they i do my stuff they do their stuff so there's really not a lot of um overlap and so i could, i had never any desire to do any studio sessions no i actually uh, in addition to this gig i also work as on a, as a dj on a country station so i'm just saying Good. if you ever decided to drop some to drop a few licks on the uh, new tim mccraw album hey i'd be more than happy to give you a plug man awesome <laughs> well if it was some if, if it was metal shredding i'd be mighty happy to do so i just I just don't do country. That's what I... <laughs> You're listening to 13 Questions on Scary Terry's Saturday Nightmare. Scary Terry's Saturday Nightmare is a three-hour metal show heard every single Saturday night from 9 until midnight on Rock 94.7 and 102.9 in Central Wisconsin and worldwide online at rock947.com. Our interview with Wolf Hoffman of Accept continues. Being a dual citizen of, of sorts like you are, I mean, you hail from Germany, you live in Nashville, I have to ask, Wolf Hoffman... Soccer or football? Fußball. That's what it's called in Germany. Football. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Got to go. Got to. Still got to go with football, even in the home of the Titans, huh? Oh, absolutely. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, uh, being a photographer and a musician, uh, both industries have seen significant changes um, due to going digital. Do you ever miss yeah. the old days of film and analog tape reels? Yeah, you have this sort of absolutely. I mean, there's some, it's weird. It's just exactly the same in both fields. You always miss it and you sort of have this romantic notion, oh, everything was so good and so organic and it was so different and blah, blah, blah. Until you actually try to do it again, and then you realize, oh, yeah, it was quite a pain in the butt. You know, <laughs> it, nowadays with digital, everything is a lot more flexible and in, in, in a way a lot of, a lot easier, too, yeah, both, right. both in photography as in music. Uh, radio kind of went the same way with uh, commercial production and that sort of thing. We used to, like, have to physically take razor blades and chop up uh, a, a tape. I always tell any old DJ who tells me, oh, it was better in the old days. I always tell him he's a damn liar. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, I used to shoot a lot of stuff still on film with, you know, Polaroids. And but we forget what a pain it sometimes was, too. It was very difficult to get some good exposures on film. And it was really quite a quite a chore. And the same with you. I mean, I remember the, the studio days with 24 uh, two inch tapes and 24 track machines and all that. It wasn't all great. I mean, there were some definitely downsides, definite downsides to all this stuff. So no doubt. Now, uh, Wolf, over the years in your career, you've been asked a lot of stupid questions by a lot of stupid DJs. Is there a question you wish someone would ask you in an interview, but no one ever does? Ha! I think it's all be nice, brother. Every sort of question anybody could ever think of has been asked at one point or another. I can tell you one of my least favorite questions is the one with the island, you know, that if there, if you could take three albums onto an island, which ones would they be? Oh, no, no, no. We're not going to do that one. I'm sure it can be found on... I'm sure it could be found on Wikipedia somewhere. I mean, that's that's the thing on this show. We we have a question. We have a a no Wikipedia question. If I can find it out on Wikipedia, I don't need to ask you about it. It's already there. And half the time, half the time, what's on Wikipedia isn't even true, man. So you're not the uh, you're not the premier of Botswana. That's not true. <laughs> that is not true. Oh, I'll, I'll change that back then. I, I really thought you were. I did, I just put that on there yesterday. All right then. That's. Nice. That is Wolf Hoffman of Accept. Like them on Facebook. Follow them on Twitter. Check out their official website, acceptworldwide.com, and make sure you pick up their latest album, Stalingrad, in stores now. Wolf, thank you for being a part of Scary Terry's Saturday Nightmare. Man, it's been my pleasure. It was a ball. And thank you for listening to 13 Questions with Scary Terry's Saturday Nightmare. Scary Terry's Saturday Nightmare is a three-hour metal show heard every single Saturday night from 9 until midnight, Central Standard Time on Rock 94.7 and 102.9 in Central Wisconsin, and worldwide online at rock947.com. Next time you're on Facebook, please give Scary Terry's Saturday Nightmare a like. I'm Terry Stevens. You can follow me on Twitter at TerryRock947. Thanks for listening.